Welcome to Kohler Mania. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited as you are joining us with this mini series of the five love languages. I'm Tanya. And I'm Michael. And in this podcast, we're going to look at gifts. In every relationship, we should show that we love the other person by giving gifts. For those with a primary love language of gifts, they define love through gifts. Gifts is how they communicate and feel love. And Michael, let's go ahead and get started. Yes, gifts are a part of God's character. Both Cain and Abel gave God gifts, and we don't know exactly why, but God was pleased with Abel's gift, but not pleased with Cain's. There was a difference in the gifts. One had meaning and thought and value put in it, and the other did not. God has everything. He doesn't need our gifts per se. It's all his anyways. Why does God like for us to give him the best of what we have. Well, it's a message of love. Gifts express love. Putting time and effort and meaning into a gift expresses love. Yes, Gary Chapman said that he has examined the cultural patterns surrounding love and marriage and found that in every culture he studied, gift giving was a key part of the love marriage process. It is a symbol of one's love and symbols have powerful emotional value. We give rings for marriage. We give special gifts for anniversaries and special occasions. Gifts are important in every relationship, but for those with a strong need for gifts, gifts are crucial. For them, gifts shout, I love you. A lack of gifts puts the question in their mind, do you love me? If you discover that your loved one's primary love language is receiving gifts, then purchasing or making gifts can be the best investment you can make in that relationship. And the gift doesn't have to be expensive. It just needs to be meaningful. It must communicate that I put thought and effort into this. I didn't just throw something together to fulfill an obligation to get a gift on a birthday or a holiday because it's expected of me. Don't ever forget a birthday, anniversary, or holiday, but also give unexpected gifts on unexpected occasions. Don't just buy anything. Look for that special, meaningful factor that shows that you were studying your loved one and what they might like. This requires keeping an eye out for these types of things, favorite colors, things your loved one is interested in and may like. This is what your gift-oriented loved one is looking for in, in the gift, thought and meaning. Sometimes make a gift. You don't have to be an artisan. Again, what is most important is effort and thought. Some of the best gifts are made from the heart and are very meaningful. How do we know if our loved one has a pronounced need for gifts? They love giving gifts. And then that kind of gives us a clue, right? You see their heart sing when they receive a gift from you. They express hurt if the gift was received to have little thought, effort, value, or meaning. You just threw something together. And, you know, our daughter loves to make us stuff too. Um, And she gets so excited when we get it and we open it. And so it's just, it's really beautiful to see when someone's a gift giver and then when they receive the gift, they get so excited and just get pumped up. Yes. If you have a loved one with a strong gifts, love language, if you want them to feel loved, you must put some focus on meaningful gifts. Otherwise their love tank will be empty and there will be bad side effects in the relationship. My mom has a a very strong love language of gifts. She loves to give and she spends a lot of money and effort giving gifts. And I mean, tons of gifts. 
it, it's hard for us because we don't have this as a strong love language and we worry about spoiling our child and her not appreciating what she has if so much is just lavished on her. But it is very important to grandmommy to show love through gifts. So we have to strike a happy medium with her. We we put limits on her gift giving and give suggestions about some of the type of gifts we would want for our child. You know, that would be helpful to her and gifts that we think would be unhelpful that go against some of our values. You know, and she respects those boundaries. But our first inclination was to tell grandmommy that she can't give gifts to our daughter, but we quickly realized we can't do that. You know, to tell somebody with a gifts orientation that they can't give gifts would be to disallow her to show love to her grandchild. That's how she shows love. But she does get a lot of gifts, though, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. She gets a lot of gifts. But I love that your mom is looking out for the best of our daughter, but also is respecting the boundaries on the values and the different things that we're trying to convey to our daughter to really be a person who appreciates. And, you know, this is not a big one on our radar, the gift giving, Um, but It's just one that we do have to be a little bit more intentional to see those that have that love language to really receive and also not kind of tear down like you were saying to your mom, because that would probably crush her, you know, and so we want to allow her to express her love to her grandchildren, especially our child but with some boundaries and some limits, but there are some gifts that get in there that aren't part of the list. (laughs) Um, So for every relationship, but especially for those with a dominant love language and gifts, gifts are very important in a relationship. Gifts communicate that I love you. This relationship is important to me. Never miss a special occasion where gifts are expected, but also sprinkle in an unexpected gift or two that says, I went out of my way to say I was thinking about you when I didn't have to. Show thought and effort in the gift and that you were thinking about what the other person might really like as it fits a special aspect of what they like or what they are doing. Showing that you know something special and specific about that person. Intimate knowledge, their favorite color, clothes, favorite food. That's so important. And, you know, like I said earlier, we kind of have to kind of force ourselves to do the gifting. But sometimes when we do little gifts for our daughter, she seems so excited because we don't do them that often. So she gets so excited and she appreciates it. And it does, it makes our hearts feel so overwhelmed. Um, And so, you know, and it's a good lesson for us to, in how to, show love in a way that others feel more so than us. And that's a good lesson for us to get us out from outside of ourselves Mm -hmm. and looking out for someone else's interests and what they need when I don't really fully understand that need because I don't have it. And I think that is just a great lesson when we see how grandmommy just her heart sings mm-hmm. when she gives a gift to somebody, all the effort she puts into it and she's just looking for the perfect gift and spending so much money on <laughs> the gift. And that doesn't mean we can't put boundaries on some of these things and meet people halfway. You know, we still have to do that, but to recognize that this is how she shows love and we don't necessarily feel that love 
strongly through gifts as through some of the other love language, but this is how she shows love. This is how she communicates love. And it's important to her Mm -hmm. to be able to communicate that love to her grandchildren. And And it's just a good lesson for us to recognize how others may show and communicate and feel love in a different way and be open to, to that and how to accommodate that. Yeah. Again, this has been so wonderful to talk about the gifts in this podcast. And we hope that those that are listening, if you have this love language, please keep praying that you can communicate that to your spouse or your family so they can better understand the needs that you have, how God made you. And so we are excited to continue down this series of love languages. The next podcast will look at acts of service in a relationship. We can show love by doing things for one another, serving one another for those with the primary love language of acts of service, doing things for one another is very important. So with that said, this ends this podcast and we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.